G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Today we are playing the game uh, Hold or Fold Post-Trade Deadline Edition. Let's go. Six. Jordan open. Chicago with the lead. Bryant. Not a game. Not a game. We talking about practice. LeBron James with no regard for human life. AB basketball. G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys NBA and on Instagram at Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball. Uh, joined once again with Callum Mack. How are you, man? Um, yes, I'm doing well, Mitchie. Um, as you have mentioned, today is hold, fold. Are we going all in? Yeah, are we, are, we, are we going all in? Are we folding our cards and, and trying to grab a, a new hand and, and go again? Or, or what are we doing with a few of these players? We're, we're focusing on a few players that were hot names at the uh, trade deadline. We've had a couple of games to look at their new rotation now and, and see how things are shaping out. We've got the all-star break coming out just around the corner. Um, so, you know, if there ever is a time to maybe hold a little bit longer it might be this time because you know there's a few things that reset and we all get to take a breath but in saying that playoffs fantasy playoffs I should say are right around the corner in our league it's actually the immediate week after the uh the all-star break week so uh got to make some some tough calls on some of these guys so uh let's get into it um talking about the first couple of players uh, the couple of Indiana guys that we've been talking about for a little while now, it's, it's time to sort of make a call on these guys. I'll give you both names and you let me know if they're the same or different. Isaiah Jackson, Goga Badatze, are you holding, are you folding, or one for each? What are you doing, Cal? Um, I'm, I'm kind of going to split my eggs into two baskets here. Okay. Um, Jackson is out still with an injury. He'll yeah, be out next so game. Annoying. It's so it the timing sucks, and I swear he's done. As this soon a few as we times. hype him up, yeah. he just gets injured. It, it seems to just keep happening. Yeah, it's happened. Um, a few but times. it's not a it's not a prolonged period. And and Gogo played well today. Obviously, he benefits greatly just with Jackson not being in there. So yeah. um, I, I'd keep a hold of Goga for now. Uh, but when Jackson returns, I'd I'd love to pick him up or even just kind of keep hold of him. Apparently, it's as an ankle. They're saying he won't play this Tuesday. You, you kind of fingers crossed that he will be there for the next game. Yeah, yeah, I, I I think I do agree. Like I think uh, no, by no means is Gogo a must hold. So in that way, I think he I think he falls more in the fold bracket. Uh, he's someone who's got a bit of value now, but I think moving forward post All Star break, he's going to be the loser in this situation. The the way that the Pacers look like they want to play is a lot more up-tempo than what we're used to um, with Sabonis there and, and the two big guys. Um, you know, they're playing a lot faster. And then someone like Goga, his style of play doesn't suit that pace at all, but someone like Isaiah Jackson definitely does. And we saw that in the first game when they were all there, as well as another guy, um, uh, Jalen Smith. Those two were the players that seemed to flourish in the system. They were getting up and down the court, blocking shots, getting a lot of pick and rolls, um, switching out on defense and all those sort of things. Whereas Goga, he struggled a little bit. And even in, even in the games where he's played well, his minutes haven't quite been there as you would expect, even without Jackson in the lineup and obviously Turner, who is uh, yet to play, who may or may not play. So, um, yeah, I think of the two, 
we're still riding Jackson. Obviously, if, if you're fighting for playoff spots and you can't afford to be patient, then I don't think must, uh, Jackson is obviously a must-roster player. I think there's going to be a bit of competition for minutes. I don't think we're going to see the top 75, Isaiah Jackson, we were hoping, where they cleared out the shot, but he still might be someone who could get maybe top 120 or something like that um, down the stretch. Would you, would you agree with that assessment in terms of Isaiah Jackson's upside, or do you think it's maybe a bit better? Yeah, yeah, I definitely would because um, it's just all based around, obviously, what, what happens to Miles Turner. And, and they could play it easy with him. We, we did kind of say he was a big shutdown candidate. So if that happens, um, you might find it Isaiah Jackson when he gets off this injury, if he locks down some minutes. He could be a great player to pick up in, the, in your playoffs, whether it's that late yeah. Um, if he's on, you know, the wave wire currently. Yeah, I, I think it would be good to see, like, first that he's healthy and playing and, and probably see a game first before I quickly ran and swooped him in, especially if I'm dropping anyone who can give me some um, value right now. The good news is was when they first played in that, that one game that we saw them all together, they did play Jalen Smith and Isaiah Jackson together at the 4-5, and five, which is really good sign. So that means that there's potential for more minutes there. Um, the bad news is, obviously, we still have to add in turn into that, that equation as well. So whether that means that Go goes right out of the rotation completely... Um, I don't. I don't really know, uh, and whether or not Turner actually does come back this season, still yet to be seen. So lots of lots of moving pieces there, uh, but I still think that um, bigger on Jackson than Badatse. What about another guy who we were pretty keen on? We we had him as a watch because uh, by the time our video came out, we had that that shit game that he put up uh, where he sort of flopped in. I think it was like five or six minutes. Uh, since then, he's been playing a few more minutes, but Isaiah Hartenstein. What are you doing at this stage? If you've been stashing him and you've been waiting to see how it goes, uh, are you holding still or are you, are you basically ready to call this one and fold it? Um, I'm probably just going to fold it at this point. Um, he He's obviously got a bit of a cool spell and I think he really is this, with Tyloo, will be a matchup kind of yeah. nightly basis per se. So when it's a big, maybe he'll get a bit more minutes um, or if he's playing pretty well if this mismatch is there. Um, for now, I think, yeah, you're just going to fold on him. And then hopefully if you want to stream some rebounds, um, I guess you, someone you can go after some field goal potentially as well. Blocks. But um, And yeah, there's a trinkle of blocks. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I would agree. I think that obviously we know this guy's a good permanent producer, but that, that Clippers team honestly is such a mess. Like their rotations are all over the shop. Uh, looks like Zubach is sort of back in the driver's seat getting the majority of those center minutes. Uh, plus, they do have the ability to go small. So, uh, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't really be holding out any, any longer, really. I don't necessarily see the pathway to minutes uh, very clearly for him. So, I, I'm in agreement. I think I'd be happy to fold, keep him on my watch list. And, and if we see a, a, an injury to Zubach or, or something like that, or something changes where they identify that Hartenstein's going to get more minutes, then maybe you come in and swoop in and grab him. But I think, uh, We've seen enough to know that, yeah, he's probably not someone that I'd bother waiting on any longer. Let's go on to the next guy here. Um, Jackson Hayes, another one of these big guys that we were looking at. Uh, good permanent producer. Uh, with the trade coming over with CJ McCollum, he's moved back to the bench. Uh, what are your thoughts on Jackson Hayes in terms of holding or folding, again, if you were stashing him uh, in the last couple of, couple of games? Um, I think what he's kind of been putting up is is what he's pretty much going to put out for the rest of the season. He'll get around the 20-minute mark in minutes, um, could get to 12 points or something. So if you find that worthwhile for a team, you, you could hold. Um, I, there's probably some better guys out there you could stream. So I'm, I'm, if I had to say something, I, I would say fold. Um, but as I said, look, if you're doing a punish system or something like that, maybe he does make sense for you and you could just hold on to it. 
Yeah, I uh, I like him the most out of the guys we've talked about so far. I think he's probably one of the more reliable guys in terms of minutes um, of the Isaiah Jacksons, Hartensteins, and all those sort of players. I think we've seen since the trade his minutes trend up slowly. So that first game, he played the 17 minutes. A couple of games at 20 minutes, and obviously the last game playing 29. I think they're going to slowly find out that that Devonte, sorry that yeah that Devonte Graham and CJ McCollum lineup doesn't work. They've lost three out of their last four games. Um, they're obviously trying to fight for that play-in spot and and get a good seed, get into the playoffs. So they're they're not going to be afraid to make changes if they're not working. Um, so, and I think I really do think that that Graham McCollum backcourt is just not not going to work out. Um, I've also been seeing, um, who's the other guy? Billy Hernan Gomez uh, getting a few minutes, which I don't know how much that's going to continue. That wasn't really happening prior to the deadline, at least in the few games immediately before. Um, So if we can see a drop in his minutes, that might help uh, Jackson Hayes out. And I think if you need someone with good field goal percentage, good uh, free throw percentage is okay for the big guy as well. Uh, He can block you some shots. Uh, a little bit of rebounding, maybe not as good as some of those other guys, but uh, solid in, in points and give you a three every couple of games as well. So I think he's, I think he's my favorite of the players we've mentioned so far. And if you're going to stash any one of them, I think Jackson is probably the um, the safest bet in my opinion. Would you Would you agree, or do you like some of the other guys a bit better? Um, I think he's the most reliable. Because as I said, you can plug him in for 20 minutes every game, and and he is pretty worthwhile in the minutes he does play. So whether that's going to be a, a pretty consistent, you know, 12 and five. Um, as I said, his assists are pretty yeah. rubbish. So if you have a pun assist team or you don't care about that, yeah. he's definitely still worth. He can get the steal, he can get a block, uh, he can get the three. So yeah. he's contributing everywhere. Even his turnovers um, are really good oh, as well. Yeah. So I, I think you can hold on to him, you know, if it's your build. Like I've already picked him yeah. up off the wave wire in one of my leagues with a pun assist build. It yeah. just makes sense. Um, but he tends to usually be there. Right now he's owned again in that specific league. So yeah. he, I think at this point he's probably more the wave wire ad. Yeah, um, he's probably not he, like a must roster label, but yeah, he's definitely someone that could be on on rosters in a twelve team league. Yeah, yeah, for sure, I, I would agree with that. Let's go on to the next dude here. We'll get off the big guys and Devin Vassell. We're highlighting him because obviously his last game uh, was quite disappointing. Uh, obviously, only put up the five points. Um, he was pretty good before that. Um, but last game, obviously, 24 minutes, shot 20%, five points, and not a whole lot else. It's still in a block, still there, but uh, I'm going to go out ahead and say he's definitely still a hold for me. I think he's going to be one of the biggest uh, trade deadline winners, so don't panic with Devin Vassell. He's still only rostered in 52% of leagues, so if you haven't added him already, I would still go ahead and add him. I- I'm not spooked by this five-point five uh, performance here, Cal. Are you, are you spooked at all, or, or are you with me? I'm totally with you. Um, you. You nailed it on this pick. He will be definitely a steal. He should be rusted. He should be picked up uh, in pretty much any league, really. Uh, it's obviously just a cool game, and and you will have that as a fantasy owner. Yeah, he's still um, young. Exactly. He's young. He's learning. The three games before that, he had some pretty good outbursts of 18 points, 20 points, and 14, respectively, yeah. um, with great steals, reasonable assists for a, for a shooting guard as well. Low so turnovers. Super yeah. low turnovers. Um it was just a cold game, unfortunately, but he's going to get the minutes. Um, even in that game, he still had 24 minutes, and, and that's when he was obviously shooting quite poorly. So um, he's he's going to have games like this, but overall, he's got to be rusted. 
Yeah, and look, and even in this game, he still gave you a steal and a block. Like, he'll give you those defensive stats as well. Uh, maybe not in crazy high volume, but it's still going to be around that one and one per game, which is definitely useful and underrated in fantasy circles. So I, I would still say that I can still see him being a top 100 player moving forward, which I guess for me does label him as a must-roster player. So um, 52% of leagues needs to be a lot higher, especially going into playoffs. I think he's someone you can definitely rely on getting lots of minutes with the Spurs. Uh, they're obviously prioritizing their youth movement. It's it's him, it's DeJounte Murray, it's Yucca Pirtle, and, you know, that, that's those are the three guys in that ro- that rotation that I'm counting on day in, day out, sort of showing up for that team. And you've got a few other guys that, that can come in and out, but those are the three, I think, for their roster. They're going to they're gonna be building their, their team around and using uh, for the rest of this season. Let's go on to this next name, which I think is a very interesting one. I want to hear your take. Al Horford, are you holding or folding Al Horford? Um, I'm still going to hold on to him. Um, th- there was an ankle injury actually with Marcus Smart today, which I guess is worth yes. mentioning because yes. they never never really played a whole lot of guys in their roster. They were really only going eight or nine players deep per game. So Al's been locked in even the past couple of weeks um, with a little bit of a drop. He's still 25 minutes per game. And, and even though, look, yeah, the points aren't screaming at you, I understand that, but he's still rebounding the ball for a big man. He gets about three assists, which is valuable. Yes. And um, gets close to that, you know, one three-pointer, one steal, one block on low turnovers. So it's still there. Um, the points just aren't screaming at you. And um, I, I still think it's a value kind of big man to have in this league. Yeah, I think, I think I'm a hold for now. But I'm, I'm, my finger's over that drop button. Um, I'm getting pretty close because I think the trade in a roundabout way is actually going to hurt Al Horford. The um, Derek White trade that I'm talking about is because I think, obviously, Derek White's going to get a lot of minutes. Um, you know, he's coming off the bench now. It wouldn't surprise me if they end up switching him and putting him in the starting lineup. And a player like Al Horford is going to be the one that, that gets hurt by that because you're going to have Robert Williams playing at the center, Tatum at the four, Brown at the three, and then the two guards there. So I think we've already seen it in games where uh, Robert Williams was playing. Obviously, he missed the last game, but uh, we spanked the Philadelphia 76ers by 50 points. So obviously, he only played 20 minutes. But <laughs> it would have been better if we if, if the game was a bit closer. But um, he wasn't closing the game before against Atlanta. We had Derek White in that closing lineup um, and Robert Williams at the five. So I think Al Horford is actually a sneaky loser at the trade deadline. Um, and he was sort of, he had that really hot start to the, uh, at the beginning of the year and I think he's trending in the wrong direction. So I, I don't think, I, whilst I would hold him for now, especially with Robert Williams and potentially Marcus Smart out as well, um, it wouldn't surprise me if in your fantasy playoffs that he is someone that I'd be very happy to, to drop and make a stream uh, if you need to. So I wouldn't be considering him a must-roster player rostered in 81% of leagues. I'd much rather have Devin Purcell if that's if that's uh, making it clear. Yeah, no, you've, you've kind of convinced me a little bit. I understand what you're talking about. Derek White will close more games, and, and I think that will lean towards that lineup. Um, so a bit of a wait and see, I guess. I'd, I'd definitely... Probably still hold for now. Hold for now, I think is the uh, the key the key words at the end there. All right, let's talk everyone's favorite player, um, the Turkish superstar Alperen Sungun. Now you have an announcement to to tell the the fantasy community out there, Cal. You've been probably his uh, his biggest fantasy fan uh, I think I've seen. Um, what do you have to tell the people about uh, Alperen Sungun? Um, I, I guess firstly, look, I'll apologize to to all the fans out there who followed my lead. <laughs> It hasn't yeah. worked out for me. I've had this man on my roster since November. You've been dragging that chain. 
<laughs> I mean, exactly. Dragon, a, a bit of a corpse. He, he's had the flashes and that's he why has. I kept him. There's been just enough to just keep him on your hook and you just right, exactly. reeling you uh, in. I thought he'd be the, the Kelly Olenek of 2021. Yeah. Um, and, and at the Rockets as well, I was just like, they'll at some point go into full tank mode and just give this man minutes. But unfortunately, this hasn't, um, hasn't worked out for him. He's really just maintained that kind of, you know, 15 minutes yeah. Um, a playing time, and and it just hasn't eventuated. Obviously, in the stats, it's too little to to be productive. Sadly, so I did drop him as of this week. Oh, he is now off my no. roster. Poor. I had to win. I had yeah. to win. It's it's a as you mentioned previously in the pod. Uh, we have our fantasy playoffs very soon, and I, I couldn't risk it. I'm right on the on the edge there. I might not even make the playoffs at this point. So yeah, well, it could come back. Could come back to bite you, holding him for as long as you did. So maybe, maybe a lesson learned for for next year. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, tough matchup this week. You're coming up against me uh, to make you make you play off. Yeah, the uh, ball boys matchup. Yeah, and I'm fighting for that top two seed in that bye week, baby. So I'm not taking it easy on you. Um, so <laughs> we, uh, yeah. I, well, firstly, let's let's pour one out for, for Alper and Sengun on on Callum's team. So uh, yes, I I think he is a fold for sure. Um, look, it would not surprise me if he pops up, you know, in a, in a couple of weeks and he's an ad player again. But we just, that there wasn't the movement. There wasn't that, that Christian Wood uh, trade. Uh, even bloody Eric Gordon's still on this team, which really surprised me. I thought for sure he's going to go. Um, you know, maybe he just gets shut down. And if that happens, then maybe he moves into the four and moves Tate down to the three or something like that. But uh, the fact that they're, not playing him again with Wood, which is really weird for some reason. I don't know what their plan is over in Houston. Um, I can definitely see him popping up at some point, but at this time you've got to make these hard calls. And yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pretty happy to fold him. Um, you were probably right to add him again before the trade deadline, see how it worked out, see if there's any trades by the Houston Rockets, but there, there hasn't been enough movement to, to warrant holding him any, any longer than this. I think uh, he's, he's a clear drop in my opinion. Yeah, sad, sad but true. Um, so Sangoon, you have my prayers. You let me down this season, big guy. But um, he'll be. I'll still be having on my watch list. Don't yes, worry. yeah, <laughs> he's made my watch list since you've dropped him. So he's 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 sitting there. <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping an eye out on him, uh, and hopefully hopefully he can turn around for my dynasty team because I do have him on my dynasty roster, uh, and um, hoping to make a bit of a pushback to relevancy next year with a quick quick rebuild. All right, let's talk about another guy that. Um, you have pulled the trigger on as well, so I guess I've spoiled your answer here. But Rashawn Holmes, hold or fold? Uh, it hurts. I've, I've folded. Yeah, I've folded until all my big guys. Shengun's gone, and uh, Holmes followed very shortly after, within uh, the same maybe uh, half now. I mean, this one, this one's a little bit out of your control. I mean, it's just a just a turn of bad luck and and King's stupidity that sort of uh, landed you in this position here. But uh, I definitely agree with you. He's a clear clear fold. Um, yeah, that trade bringing Sabonis over and not trading him at the deadline really killed his value. Yeah, his fantasy value, um, definitely. And at this point, he's just going to be a backup big. Unfortunately, it is, it is what it is. If there's Sabonis, if he's out, um, that's the only point really in, in picking this guy up. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I mean, I've dropped him. I've let him go. It's pretty obvious yeah. he has going to have a really reduced role. Yeah, uh, 17 minutes in the last week, uh, ranked the 290th ranked player since then, uh, only putting up four points, two rebounds, and just under a block per game. 
it, I, he's on my watch list. If if anything happens to Sabonis, or if we see any difference, and we see Sabonis and Holmes playing together, although I don't think that's likely at this stage, they've got too many other guys they can run through at that position. Um, so yeah, I think it's a pretty clear fold for Rashawn Holmes, which is which is pretty unlucky out there because um, I, I think he's a good player and I think he deserves better than being a a backup center in the NBA. So we'll we'll, we'll watch this space for next year, but. See, uh, for now, it is definitely a fold. Uh, last hold or fold player for today. Uh, I feel like I'm picking on your team here, but I've got another player that uh, is on your roster that I think is a bit of an interesting one. Mo Bumba, are you holding or or are you folding? I'll be honest, Mitch. I came very close to folding. Yeah, I came very okay. dangerously close. My, yep. my bigs are just all dropping like flies right now. Yeah. It's, it's hurting. Um I, I came very close. He's still kind of like a per game. He can he can surprise you. That's the thing. It, you'll get minutes sometimes. I feel like if he's hot from three, they'll keep him on and stuff yeah. like that. It's somewhat matchup based in, in Orlando. So on a per game basis, he's going to have some stinkers. He had a uh, eleven minutes, two points, three rebounds uh, in his most recent. So it's pretty yeah. pretty worrisome. Um, I'm still going to stick by him uh, for a bit longer. But if, if it gets to a point in the playoffs that I have to you know get something, he, he's Top of my list to drop, unfortunately. He's a very tricky one because, like, at at any moment he can he can go out there and put up a huge game. Um, and there doesn't seem to be like a particular theme that's keeping him off the court. Like he, I don't know, it's it, it's match up, but it's yeah, it's just it's just a bit weird. I'm I'm holding at this stage and and hoping that there's some clarity maybe over the all-star break and and we hear some quotes from a coach or a player or something like that about his role and and whether or not you know maybe someone like Okiki is taking his starting job I'm not too sure but I'm I'm holding for now only just I don't by no means is he a must hold I think in a 10 team league I think you you might be able to find something better on the waiver wire in a 12-team league, you're probably still holding him, just hoping that he gets the minutes because he only needs 20, 22 minutes a game to get up there. But in like 16, 11, like that's not enough. Um, so I sort of was a bit worried with the return of Jonathan Isaac. But at this stage, I, I don't even know if Jonathan Isaac's a real person anymore or whether I just, you know, <laughs> imagined him. Um, but I don't know. I, I, it's Even without him coming back, the minutes are, are a bit all over the shop and it's hard to trust him when it comes to fantasy playoff time. So uh, a risky hold, but one that I think I would, probably would persist unless there's a, a really good free agent out there like like a Devin Vassell or, or something like that. Um, any any other comments about your boy Mo Bumba there? Um, as a, I, look, I'm not going to be surprised if he's dropped um, yeah. within the next week or so. Um, but look, that being said, I may not make the playoffs at this point. I've, I've cooled off a bit. I had some injuries. Uh, it was an Anthony Davis-led team, and yeah. I had, had a, a lot of bigs. It was a you know bit of a big build. We yeah. did pretty well uh, for the most part uh, with John and Bede as well, but uh, we're, we're falling, sadly. Yeah, well, you're still not out of it yet. You're not out of it yet. There's still a few days left. You're currently in the playoffs right now, but there's a there's another team chomping on your on your heels. Maybe maybe they lose their matchup this week. So we'll we'll see how we go. We'll see how we go for you in the playoffs. But that'll do it for us today, guys. Thank you for tuning in. If you're watching along on YouTube, make sure you hit that thumbs up button. If you're listening on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, make sure you're subscribed um, so you get all our podcasts in the future. Uh, make sure if you are on Apple Podcasts, give us a rating. It really helps us out, and we'll. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye.